This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. Join Natalie Lucier, business strategist and digital visionary, as she shows you how to increase the most important metrics in your business. Hello there, this is Natalie Lucier, and you're listening to the Off the Charts Business Podcast. And this is a really important episode because it's something that I think all of us as entrepreneurs fall into the trap of, and that is overworking and not working smart, just kind of flailing around sometimes in the work that we're doing. So my guest today is Hibiscus Moon. She's the author of best-selling book, Crystal Grids, How and Why They Work, and also a certified crystal master, a registered metaphysician, and a live workshop presenter and founder of the Hibiscus Moon Crystal Academy. You can find out more about her by going to hibiscusmooncrystalacademy.com. And Hibiscus is a really good friend of mine. She is so smart. And what I love about her so much is that she combines some of that woo-woo side of things with crystals and with healing and with all kinds of amazing content on the spiritual side, but she's also super practical, down to earth, and she's a science teacher. So she has this very practical numbers metric side of things too. And I think that that's why her business has been so successful, or at least in my view, um, because she's able to combine both of those sides so beautifully in the way that she runs her business. And in this episode, she gives some of us as entrepreneurs who might be wasting our time a good old smackdown around what it takes to really get focused in your business. And I love that she does it in a non-judgmental way at all. She obviously has been there as an entrepreneur for many years herself, and I love what she has to share. So let's dive in. The one thing I had to let go of and stop doing to take my business off the charts was to stop basically screwing around. At first, I, you know, when I went from my full-time job and I left into doing my business full-time, I was really gung-ho because there was all these things that I wanted to do that I couldn't get to when I wasn't working in my business full-time. And at first, it seemed pretty easy. But then as it became more commonplace to realize that, hey, I'm here every day, uh, I started not being as strict with my time and feeling like I had all the time in the world to work on my business. But the reality was that my work was starting to expand to fill all hours of the day. And that was not good because that was not what I had gotten into business for myself to do. The one thing I wanted was more free time to pursue, you know, a life that I love. So I needed to get really strict about planning out my day and deciding what were my three most important tasks that I needed to get done each day and stop screwing around. See, one of the things that I love to do um, is do Facebook ads. I'm really good at it, and I love it. I love every aspect of it. I love looking at the data, and I can get sucked down a rabbit hole when I start poking around with those ads. And next thing I know, instead of doing my most important tasks or creating something new, I've been messing around with Facebook ads for a couple of hours. So I needed to get more efficient and really strict with how I was spending my time um, because, you know, 
there's, you probably heard of this before, Parkinson's law is that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. And there was no reason to be messing around and doing this stuff every day, you know, with the Facebook ads and it just, you know, and that's not the only thing I did that with. It was a lot of things. So I needed to get really strategic start chunking down my time, be more efficient and effective. And using a planner for me is the best way to do that. And it doesn't need to be a fancy planner. Sometimes I will just write in a notebook each day at the end of the day, I will write down what I need to get done for the next day. What are my new three most important tasks? And I don't try to pile them on too much. If somehow I do get those three tasks done, then I will pick three new ones for the next day. Usually what happens is it's a task that takes a lot of time and maybe I'll get one or two of those things done and then I'll carry that third one over to the next day and add two more on. So it's ever-changing and evolving, but um, if I allow myself two or three hours to get work done, then I have to get work done during that time. And I'll take a break between completing each task. Um, I will allow for some free time and then come back, and I'll usually what works really well is setting a timer. Um, If I'm not feeling like totally gung-ho, if I talk myself into 20 minutes, I can do anything for 20 minutes if it's something I've been procrastinating doing. Otherwise, I will usually set a timer for 45 minutes. I feel like if I spend more than 45 minutes on a task, I start to burn out. And unless I'm really into it, then I can keep going. But I don't like to sit at a computer or anything like that for longer than that period of time without giving myself a good break. So that was the one thing I needed to let go of was screwing around and um, getting strategic with my time. So then the one thing that I started doing that took my business results off the charts that I started doing was, and this probably comes from my teacher days in my former life. I was a science department chair and I was really used to taking two and a half months off each year and working with kids, teaching them science. You need that time off. Believe me. So um, for a few years, I just worked, you know, straight in my business, full time, no breaks. I mean, I do schedule in vacations. I've always been really, really good about that. I plan out my year in advance and I plug in my vacations on my calendar. It's non-negotiable. I know when I'm going on my vacations and nothing, nothing messes with that. But two years ago, or no, three years ago, I started taking an official sabbatical. Um, I got really strict with it last year. Strict, that's like a theme here for me. And what I do is now in November and December, I take off from business. I don't schedule any business activities during those two months. Seems like a really good time in my business to take time off. I don't do any live events for my students during that time. It's a busy time of year for everybody. So it seems like a natural time to take that time as downtime. And um, I also take a social media fast. So I stop spending any time on social media, no Instagram. I delete it all from my phone, um, no Facebooking. And I'm quite active on Facebook. So I just take those two months off. And it really resonates with my community because they totally understand why I'm doing this and honor the fact that I'm doing this. And it seems to really inspire them that I'm doing this. And what I do during that time is, well, the plan is, it doesn't always work out as planned, but the plan is to recharge my creativity tank, to refill my creativity tank and reset my goals and my habits. Because, you know, as the year goes on, you might create bad habits. You might get into a certain rut about doing things a certain way. So I kind of re I look at my schedule, my daily schedule or my weekly schedule even, and I'll move around 
when I do what um, and look at, you know, look outside the box. How have I been doing things? What's a better way to do things? And then I spend that time just in creativity mode. I go into my crystal cave, I call it, and kind of hibernate and only do what I love to do and what feels good. And I have a good team in place and they take care of all the admin stuff while I'm on sabbatical. You know, if people contact me and want to schedule an interview or whatever, my team lets them know that I'm on sabbatical and we'll get to it in January. So um, that's really what has, uh, that I've started doing that I love that I'm doing and I want to take it to the next level and, and do it even more and in a better way and continue to hone it and, and get that really perfected in my business. So I hope these tips have been helpful for you. Thanks a lot. I enjoy being on this podcast. Thank you, Natalie. Ooh, wasn't that amazing, amazing wisdom? So I love what Hibiscus shared around, you know, spending all of your time doing stuff that may not be the biggest, you know, revenue generator in your business or that's going to move certain projects forward in your business. So really getting clear on how much time you're allocating for certain tasks and activities in your business is going to help you get focused and get results in your business. So I love that she shared that. And I think it's interesting because we all kind of fall into this trap of doing reactionary things. And I think what she mentioned with Facebook ads and with other things in her business is something that she enjoys doing, but that you can spend a lot of time doing. It's kind of like this rabbit hole activity. Whereas if you have a goal, if you set yourself, okay, I'm going to work on this for just 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 50 minutes, however long you think it'll take, then you can usually get it done and move on to the next thing on your to-do list. And I love that she shared every single night, she will write down what she's going to work on the next day and no more than three items, which I also recommend because you don't want to get yourself overwhelmed and you actually want to be able to finish some of the things that you put on your list. Now, the other thing that I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs fall into is this idea that, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to have all this freedom and all this great time uh, to do things, but a lot of us end up becoming workaholics and Hibiscus is such a great role model and she takes a sabbatical every single year and I just love how she's set this up in her business. So she actually takes one to two months off and her team basically keeps things running in between while she's away. And, you know, she's shared with me that she does not schedule anything, you know, she doesn't do any deliverables or anything like that, but, you know, she may get, you know, get ideas or get inspired to create something. And she's not going to stop herself from doing that when she's in her sabbatical, but she is not, you know, in business running mode, if you will, at that time. And I think that if you've been feeling burned out in your business, or if you haven't been taking any time off in your business since you started it, this is your permission slip to create your own sabbatical. It doesn't have to be a month or two. That might be too long for you to start off with, but how can you carve out some time? Maybe it's three or four days to start with where you tell people on your team and you kind of set it up so that your schedule is actually cleared for that time so that you can really recharge your batteries. And then when you do come back to work, you're going to be a lot more energized and clear and focused. And then you will be able to get a lot more done when you do dive back into your business. And I think that's something that entrepreneurs are kind of bad at doing because we never really turn off the business mode, you know, we're always thinking about our clients and the work that we've got going on and coming up and all the projects and things. And 
being able to turn that off for a little while, even if it's not two months, <laughs> you can work up to that. Um, you will be able to really do so much more when you're refreshed and rejuvenated when you go back to your business. So I love that Hibiscus shared these tips and I hope you take them to heart. It's something that all of us as entrepreneurs can take a, you know, take a lesson from because her business is super successful and she does super amazing work in the world. So go check her out at Hibiscus Moon crystalacademy.com especially if you're curious about crystals and all of the good stuff that she talks about there too but she also does share some amazing tips about running a woo-woo or more spiritual based business so if that's you you're gonna love her content on her site there too so i hope you enjoyed this episode as always we are brought to you by the ambition ally set of tools which are intuitive business tools for ambitious business owners just like you so head over to ambitionally.com to check out more of our tools like the polite wordpress pop-up plugin our webinar ally plugin for hosting easy webinars on your website and then all of our membership tools like progress ally and access ally thank you so much for listening and i can't wait to chat with you in the next episode want to keep growing your business on your terms then sign up for my free newsletter the momentum memo you'll get quick actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every tuesday head over to natalielucier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, the Momentum Memo has something for you. 